Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hello, hello. Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Season 11, episode 260. I am Sanjay Park. And I'm Adam. Going to talk about the Twitter dumpster fire walker. <laughs> it's, I thought we were going to get away from this after last week, but no, nah, it's it's we're the, not, it's we're the not fire that keeps on yeah. giving. We're not getting away from this for like a good month. Like that's it's going to be twit talk y'all for quite some time, I think. And that so, I as it should be. I so think. listeners pack a lunch. Yeah. <laughs> get ready it's, for the ride. It's going to be a good one, people. Uh, listen, this episode is brought to you by our companies Together Letters and Edgewise. And I think you were going to mention uh, occasional raps. You want to tell our, our listeners about that for half a Yeah, uh, I've got a little side hustle thing uh, called occasional raps. We just launched a Hanukkah gift wrap paper. So I we are producing gift wrap paper for cultural holidays that are either non-existent or poorly represented in mainstream retail. Yep. And uh, this time around, we're doing Hanukkah. We've got an artist in Tel Aviv that designed it. Uh, and the prints are limited edition. So you can only get them this year. And then uh, after that, uh, they're gone. Um, and so uh, if you celebrate Hanukkah, you give gifts on Hanukkah, you know somebody that does, send them to occasionalwraps.com. All right. Well, thanks for uh, sharing that. I, I I can vouch for the fact that the wrapping paper is fantastic. I did order one of the very first rolls. So, uh, all the, right. The previous holiday that we did. So now, yeah. So now it's time. Uh, we got to dive into the dumpster fire. So uh, I think we're going to kind of go through this in sort of an amorphous sort of flow state through the articles because they run into like what another. we did last time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So let's just, let's just get started with the ultimatum because uh, that's kind of the big thing. So Elon Musk gives ultimatum to Twitter employees do quote extremely hardcore work or get out. And according to Musk, extremely hardcore work involves apparently 80 hour work weeks for the foreseeable future. And what's crazy to me is like, he basically sent an email and said, Hey, uh, you all need to commit to this by 2 PM Pacific time on Thursday. Yeah. Either if you don't commit, you're fired. Like you're done like that. Like it's an it's, opt in or you're done. Yeah. And three months severance. If you opt out. Right. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing with this, and, and then it relates to the next story. Yeah. A lot of people do this type of work, right? Like 80-hour right. weeks and stuff like that. Right. You know, people that are in consulting do that. People that work at early stage startups do that. But all of those people are highly compensated for their work, either with cash or with equity. Yep. That is not necessarily true at Twitter. Right. Right. We've not heard anything from anybody right. about enhanced uh, compensation plans for this extremely hardcore work. Yeah, it, it's, right? it's crazy. And so what, what's even crazier is like the reports are that right before 2 p.m. Pacific time yesterday, so recording on Friday yesterday, like this, the internal Twitter Slack started just being flooded with emojis and goodbye messages and like, I mean, hundreds of people quitting based on this, which is just wild to me because I mean, these so are the people that they need, right? These are people yes. that weren't fired. These are people they actually need. And so apparently the the emoji of choice uh, when you're leaving is the saluting uh, head emoji. Mm. And so that is being used all over the place. I've seen it on Twitter. It relates to the next story, too. But um, what is now happening. So so the story is uh, hundreds of employees say no to being part of Elon Musk's extremely hardcore Twitter. Right. They're now scrambling because exactly like what you said, lots of people are leaving yeah. that they need to keep everything up and running desperately. And so. I, this is like, I, 
This is like case study 101 of how not oh. to run an organization. There will be there will be books written on how badly this has been done. Like my favorite uh, reading the articles and like some of the articles the reporters will say we reached out to the Twitter communications team but that team no longer exists. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, but, it, but yeah. that, that, that is actually his MO. Um, there is no Tesla, uh, communications team either. Mm, okay. So, so that is actually a, a standard thing. Interesting. For Elon Musk. Interesting. That um, seems like a terrible idea. So, yeah. Mm. So I, hopefully those people realized that when they knew that he was buying it, that, Hey, his other companies don't have our team. Well, maybe we're not going to be long for this world. So, so more on the, uh, the free speech, uh, absolute, what was he an absolutist? I forget what he called himself. The, the, That's what he said. The free speech absolutist, uh, Musk steps up to purge, uh, or steps up purge of Twitter engineers who criticize him. And as a sub article, Musk fires Twitter engineers for correcting, criticizing him on Twitter. So what was funny about this is I, I read this. So Musk was talking about why, the app was running slow on Android and one of the like really well-known engineers, like really high ranking engineers corrected him on Twitter. And then later, because uh, originally he posted on Twitter saying why it was running slow. Right. Right. So, so it wasn't the engineer that started the thread. Right. To so, be clear. So yeah. So the, so the engineer corrected Musk. So then Musk, I think below in the Twitter, something quote, like tweeted, he's fired. Somebody screenshotted that shared it on the internal Twitter Slack and the engineer that was fired his response on Slack was, that's news to me. So he found out he was fired. He was fired in a tweet. He's the first Twitter employee to be fired in a tweet. And he found out he was fired actually from a screenshot on Slack. Like it's just bizarre, wild behavior like this is not the way to run anything ever, ever, this is, ever. This ever. is, and yeah, this is like, it's funny because we're talking about all of this and I'm planning to write a blog post about this because I think a lot of the focus is on how Elon Musk is messing this up. Mm -hmm. But but I actually think in, in some ways, this is actually not his fault. The fault actually relies back to the people that forced him to buy Twitter. Well, that's right? true. They were looking to maximize shareholder value and they didn't think about the consequences to society and the thing, the innovation that they created. Yeah. Right. Like that's true. And, and I think part of the problem with that is the people that were running the company at that point were no longer founders yeah. of the company. Yeah. That's right. True. So they only had one goal in mind, which was maximize shareholder profit. value. Yep. Right. And and I think we have come to a point now where maximizing shareholder value has a very negative side effect on society. It does especially in large companies like this. And I don't think it should be the only thing that you should be thinking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, this isn't the first time. I mean, I, I actually just read a whole book about, uh, it's called The Fish That Ate the Whale. And it's about the guy that ended up taking over United Fruit and started at the bottom and how United Fruit did the exact same thing. They, they maximized shareholder profits over all other things to the point of starting foreign wars that were beneficial for United Fruit as a company. Like what? Like, oh yeah, it's it's wild. It's a wild story. They were regime changes in other countries because it was beneficial to that company. And so, like, this is the and, same. And what thing. does United Fruit make? Well, it, it's just it, a fruit it was, company. It was the largest. It was one of the largest companies in America in the uh, I think the early 1900s. I think it became it became a different fruit company, but I'll, I won't say the name because I'm not totally sure. So um, anyway, okay. but but my point is that this is not a, a new problem where they're maximizing shareholder value at the at the detriment of so many other things. So continuing down this path, 
Twitter closes all of its office buildings as employees resign in mass. So apparently there was some notice that went out to employees that basically said, hey, all the offices are closed. All the key cords are cord, cord. And of course you have to do this because you don't even know who works for the company and who doesn't anymore. Like there's no real way to know. It's By the way, just last week it was remote work is done. Oh my you gosh. have to come back to the office. Oh my God. But now all the offices are closed. Yeah. Now I will say so this was, this was like some like, off, like, like small publication that reported this. This wasn't like a major publisher that said this. So I, I'm not a hundred percent sure how accurate yeah. this is. So I do okay. want to mention that, but I did find it entertaining. So, all right, Sanjay, what's next? Let's just keep going down the yeah, Twitter dumpster. Uh, <laughs> Musk declines former tech CEOs offer to run Twitter for him. Uh, the former CEO is the former CEO of, of T-Mobile. Yep. Uh, John and I, uh, Legere, 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 yeah. Legere. Yeah. Man, I love um, the tweet that he wrote to Musk. It was so great. Like he, he offered to run it and he kind of insulted him at this, at the end of the tweet too. Like, like, please be professional in your tweet response or something like that. It was like, it was, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was like a masterclass in like, in like offering to help and insulting someone at the same time. And yeah, Elon's so, response was no, like that was the whole response. So the John Legere basically said like, look, I'm really good at running companies. Why don't you let me do that? Yeah. And you focus on the product. Yep. Cause you're really good at that. Elon's like, and, nope, yeah, not going to happen. Nope. Yeah, you, you know, his ego won't, wouldn't let him uh, let him do that. All right, so. So, so back to the 80-hour work week. Elon Musk says he's sleeping at Twitter's HQ, quote, until the org is fixed. This is reminiscent of him sleeping on the Tesla if, factory floor. But, but if the buildings but are how's closed, he get in? Is he, I mean, obviously, he, I guess he's the only one there. I don't really know, but he's apparently sleeping at Twitter. I mean, this is like, this has all the remnants of like a wild man on a tear. Like, I, I just, I don't, it's bewildering to me all right let's keep going this, this, you know this is like that those stories that we talked about before about john mcafee yeah and him being on the on yeah. the lamb and all yeah. that crazy stuff let's hope elon doesn't go on the lamb at some point i mean we don't yeah. know but we'll find out i guess in the future anyway keep keep going uh twitter's sms two-factor authentication is melting down yeah because you fired all the employees that were anybody. keeping those servers running yeah so and so now going. that's not working so we have talked about this many times. Stop using SMS two-factor authentication. Don't use SMS if you don't, if you don't have to. Two-factor authentication. Unless you're yeah. forced to. Yeah. But well, and, and on Twitter, you don't have to. I use no. I use the uh, rolling code uh, authentication. What was funny? And I think they've even got uh, YubiKey. I think oh, YubiKey works I'll with them that. too. Yeah. What was funny about this one to me was that uh, some people like they would get the code, and some people would get it like hours later or like days later. Like it was like this. Like like right. wait, wait, wait what? And, and it's only good for like an hour yeah. or two. Oh yeah, it's, it's just, so if you get it two hour, two days later, that means you can't log into your account and you have no way of getting in. All so right. really, seriously, stop using avoid it. using SMS and not just on Twitter, but on any app, uh, application or service or platform. Avoid using SMS yeah. uh, two factor off. All right, so uh, two more articles and then we're gonna get on to something else. Twitter is bringing back end to end encrypted direct messages. Uh, this is actually a great thing. This is a great thing, but I I didn't realize it had gone away, which concerns me a little bit. Yeah, uh, so it hadn't gone away. They were working on it. They oh, stopped I see. working on okay, it. Okay, okay. They never actually okay. deployed it. Oh, and I so see. Now I see. That makes they're sense. bringing back the code base. Okay. I think for for this. Got it. Um, but none I, of the engineers I, that wrote the code are going to be there to to. Well, so hopefully no. it's well documented code base. I mean, let's just you know assume. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or they're just going to be like, I don't understand mm -hmm. what is what is happening here. Oh, speaking of I, um, bringing back code bases, apparently Elon also did a code freeze and locked all the engineers out of all of the oh, code yeah, at yeah. one point because he didn't trust them. Like. 
I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, what? Uh, anyway, all right, you could do read ahead. only and you could do forks, but you couldn't submit anything to the main line. Yeah. Um, oh to go live into the because he was afraid probably of that people were going to crash some, it or, or you know, put in some back doors or, you know, mm. you never know what could, what could end up happening. Yeah, there. Um, maybe that speaks more to how you're managing the situation than the actual people <laughs> in the situation. I'm just, I'm just positing <laughs> w- what it might be. Yeah. And then final Twitter story, we swear, and then we'll have the ad break ish. and then go to non-Twitter stories. We swear-ish. Go ahead. Ish, yeah. yeah. Uh, new Twitter accounts won't be able to buy blue verification for 90 days. Oh, I wonder why. Maybe because like accounts like Eli Lilly are then getting on there with a blue check mark and then tweeting <clears throat> stuff about insulin being free. So here's here's the thing. And wiping out, by the way, $20 billion of market cap on them? If well, it wasn't just Eli Lilly. There were several companies this yeah. happened to, like that wiped out a ton of market. So here's the thing. Anyone that sits down and has just a small amount of forethought, hmm, how could this be used for <laughs> nefarious purposes? Anyone that 90 took, days from now. Anyone that took five minutes to do that would have realized that this was a decent idea before they implemented the blue check mark. Oh, oh, right. Like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, like obviously this is the right step. Maybe not 90 days. I don't know. But like, but even now, like, okay, people are going to go register a whole bunch of new accounts. They're going to wait 90 days. They're going to change the name. They're going to get the blue check mark. And then they're going to go. I mean, it's, it doesn't really solve the, your problem. The the blue check mark thing. You know, I was reading somebody talking about this. The, the problem. And I think I commented on this before is basically they have overloaded the blue check mark with two different states, making it impossible to understand what is happening. Yeah. And what what should have been done is they should have either had a green check mark yep. because they paid or a gold check mark because they paid. Yep. That is different than the blue check mark. Correct. Um, Which and, we talked about and, before. And they started to do that with the gray check mark, but then people got pissed about that. But that was that. too complicated because thing, that you have to drill in and whatever. And I've actually had this problem now. I went in because I was looking at my accounts that I've blocked and I have blocked a ton of accounts over the years because people will tweet at me not knowing what they're doing on Twitter. And I'm like, uh, it's just easier for me to just block you because you're clearly clueless and I'm not that person. Um, but looking at that list now, there's people I was like, wait, why did I block that person that has a blue check mark? Oh, they have a blue check mark because they paid for it. Not because they're an actual thing. That's it. And and so I was just like, Oh, this is idiotic. This is not good. It is idiotic. All right. Uh, next up, we're going to move to a different dumpster fire. Um, I, I feel I feel like I need to just exhale. Yeah, I've been wait, waiting to exhale. I mean, but I feel like you probably that. should oh wait God. until after we get through some of these, because this this is the next dumpster fire right here. <laughs> oh God. So FTX has been hacked. Crypto disaster worsens as exchange sees mysterious outflows exceeding six hundred million dollars. Like, I don't bum, even. Bum, bum. OK, so here's the quote from the article. This was from. FTX. So FTX put out this statement and I'm reading it to you verbatim. FTX has been hacked. FTF, FTX hack, FTF, oh my gosh, FTX apps are malware. Delete them. Chat is open. Don't go to FTX site as it might download Trojans. <laughs> It's just oh, it's the greatest. Which book do you think is going to come out first, Twitter or FTX? I'm pretty sure there was already a reporter embedded with the FTX guy. That book is coming out real soon, and it's going to (laughs) be so good. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. It's going to be the greatest. It's just, I think it's the uh, reporter that uh, 
he did some Hulu specials and stuff like like the, the, I forget what forget what all he's done, but it's going to be amazing. It's going to be epic. So. It, yeah, it's just. Yeah, I, I don't even know what to say at this point. I don't right? either. Like if you're holding crypto, like the safest thing is to control your own wallets yep. and not have them on an exchange or anything else like that. And if you're thinking of buying crypto, you could also just grab your $20 bill, and light it on fire. Like that's fine too. You know, like just whatever you well, want to do. I mean, instead of doing that, maybe make it useful. Just <laughs> wad it up and throw it out the window. So maybe somebody else will find it and be able to use it. Which actually, that's exactly what FTX did. Yeah. Uh, you you threw your money out the window yeah. and then they used it. They your money used it yeah. for something else. Well, yeah. so in your scenario, I should take your money and throw your money out the window. Really? That's, really what, you're, <laughs> that's what you're saying. I guess, I guess that's true. Yeah. Go over to your friend's house, yeah. find their wallet. Yeah. Just check it out the window. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's that, that is FTX. And we should do a video uh, of, of like an explainer video. What is FTX? <laughs> Let's do it at your house though. Uh, I'll, I'll come over to your house. Find your wallet and check it out the window. <laughs> Fine. Talking about people getting checked out the window. Uh, oh, Meta employees, security guards mm-hmm. fired for hijacking user accounts. Okay. So these this people had so access nice. to some kind of internal meta tool called Oops, by the way. Which has been out the whole time Facebook has existed. But why would security guards have act, have that level of access? It dumbfounds me. I I don't know. It's insane. And why would like why would all employees have access to a tool that can give you access to private users' accounts? Like, that is the most insane thing I could possibly imagine. It, it is not. So they're talking about people that then built relationships with people inside of, uh, of Facebook or Meta, and obviously there was there was money sliding back and forth here. So this one company charged this one individual that had six hundred and fifty thousand Instagram followers. They got locked out of their account. They paid seven thousand dollars to this person to get their account back, and so you know they contacted whoever, and then did so it the was whole like thing. it was like black ops back channels inside of meta to get yeah. back suspended accounts is that what's oh my gosh what yeah so i wonder if you could just be like hey this account is mine wink wink here's some money get it to me right That's like insa- well i mean if, if when money's changing hands like that behind the scenes i mean no not even a wink wink like they don't have any way of knowing i, I guess not you know yeah. like you just take the money and go with it i guess here's the envelope oh. that's it well yeah I, I don't understand why security guards had access to this like Insane. card keys into the building. I get it. Yeah. You need to reset that. But why are they resetting user accounts? Ugh. All right. Uh, speaking of envelopes full of money, exclusive <laughs> Jeff Bezos. This is a thick stack of oh money. Oh my gosh. I mean, this is a thick envelope. Jeff Bezos says he will give most of his money to charity. And he also committed to doing it during his lifetime. So he's been widely criticized for not signing the giving pledge that so many other billionaires have signed about giving away their money, blah, blah, blah. But now he's committed without giving a lot of details as to how this will yeah. go down. He's committed to give away most of his money during his lifetime, which is great. That's good for him. Okay. So he just gave away a hundred million dollar yep. grant yep. to Dolly Parton yep. for her courage and civility award. Yep. And she gets to give that money away to any nonprofit as she fee- sees fit 
no strings attached. And, and Dolly Parton is one of the smartest, most wonderful people in the whole world. So I'm, uh, I'm all for yeah. that. Like, I'm a uh, yeah. big Dolly Parton fan. She's I, amazing. I, I, so Honestly, I feel like you should just give all the money to her. That would be great. Be like, That'd be great. However she decides to dole it out, <laughs> it's, it's going to be fine. She's good people. We trust her. Just give the money away. We're good. Dolly can handle it. So I think that's a good plan. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. Who knows how many more vaccines and things that she would uh, fund you know. that saves humanity. You know. Uh, on that same note, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> on the other, the other, Speaking shoe of, of giving this, away some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazon is said to plan to lay off thousands of employees. Um, and I think the plans are out now, right? 10,000, like yeah. 10 or 11,000 10, 10, employees. employees. Yeah. yeah. We're kind of pairing this up with the Jeff Bezos. I mean, he's not obviously involved oh, totally anymore in Amazon, yeah. but, um, but yeah, so the next shoe is fallen. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, I, I wonder how many more companies are going to be. Well, I mean, I think a lot, like I read a good article in the Atlantic about why tech companies are kind of the first to sort of hit the quote recession. I'm not, I'm not entirely convinced the recession is coming like, like their dooms, doom and gloom say it is, but the fact that interest rates have gone up and funding because interest rates have gone up, funding has gone down. And because tech companies apparently don't realize that a big surge in everything because of COVID is going to go back down. I don't know why they didn't realize this, but they, I mean, <laughs> Zoom, Peloton. We're going to be in a pandemic fa- forever. Yeah, Zoom, Peloton, Facebook. I mean, you name it. They all assumed it was just going to go panacea that's going to go on forever. I, I mean, this is why all the tech companies are crashing. And yeah, and that's fine. It is what it is. They made mistakes. Some of them have apologized for those mistakes publicly and you move on. Right. But you know, right. we'll see what happens. Yeah. 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 It's uh, unfortunate, but I will say if you are somebody who's hiring, man, now is a a great time time. to be alive. There's a lot of of great talent and, and talent that people weren't even trying to fire because they made hardcore requirements and people are just fleeing. That's right. Um, If if I was high, if you and I were hiring, man, we would be picking up people left Left and and right right now. Mel, let's, let's hope for that in the very near future. All right. uh, Exactly. Nike to open its own virtual sneaker store and trading platform. So Nike has been, dialing down its sales inside of other stores in order to sell its own merchandise on its own platforms, which is super smart because everybody loves, I mean, there's still a huge brand. Why not just sell it all and make all the money? So but I, this is all about their virtual sneaker platform. So this is oh, all like, I missed that. I was reading this the thing, but I did metaverse stuff. Oh, I'm way less excited about that. Yeah. I totally misread not... this whole thing. I, I read this and I was like, so how long until this goes the way of CNN? And they just like, thanks oh. for participating in our experiment. I'm going to uh, go with two weeks. It's well, going yeah. to last for two weeks. That's exactly how long. I mean, look, know. I will say um, in the article they mentioned their efforts so far have been paying off. Nike has earned over $200 million to date from NFT products, far outpacing fashion peers, including Adidas, Gucci, Dolce and Cabana, according to August data from blockchain research firm Dune Analytics. I totally missed the words virtual. Like, I read this article and I just totally skipped over virtual somehow (laughs) in my mind. Maybe because it's so... You started thinking like, oh, I want to buy some more sneakers. Yeah, maybe because it's just so dumb. Like, maybe like that, like my brain filters out dumbness. (laughs) And it's just so dumb that like as NFTs are plummeting, all right, listen, NFTs are tanking, all the virtual assets are tanking. We're going to launch a virtual sneaker store right now's the time. Let's corner the market. Like, come on. I mean, but they they made $200 million on Uh, it, right? Pisses me off. You've not made $200 million on it. No, I haven't. And it makes me mad. So (laughs) let's move on. So 
Next up, uh, and this is a uh, this was a tweet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so Twitter we'll is linking some tweets. Going back in here today, Cruise launched daytime driverless rides. Services live for cruisers and will launch to the public soon. Mm-hmm. So up until now, uh, Cruise, which is the autonomous driving uh, company, yeah. Uh, they've only been doing these drives at nighttime. Okay. Well, now they're doing them during the day. So mm. uh, they have a video of somebody getting in. It's obviously one of their their yeah, people, right? But getting in at eight thirty in the morning and driving around in heavy traffic uh, and getting to their destination. Uh, it seems like it was a single uh, take to do this video. We don't know it if this like was it. multiple it cuts. It didn't look cut. Yeah, it <laughs> you looks know, it, yeah. like maybe there was a car crash and they yeah. didn't use that take. Or, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm let's not saying not. that happened. I'm just yeah. saying that you know we don't know for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but yeah, this is this is fascinating and interesting. Um, you know, I think if we get to the point where we do actually have workable autonomous vehicles it's going to be better for everybody right oh for like sure road rage goes away is yeah thing. oh listen computers thinking, don't get road rage i get so many more naps at that point like it's just <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be so good you know like i just i, I need naps so i think you have just actually hit upon something that maybe the thing to invest in is like neck pillow companies mm. because you don't want to get ready yeah. and then mess up your hair taking your nap in your That's autonomous true. vehicle That's true. and so a really high-end neck pillow yeah. is probably the way to go. That's a really that's 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 going to be the next company we start. All right, uh, <laughs> DuckDuckGo's app tracking protection beta is now available on all to all Android users. Sanjay, are you excited about this? I this is interesting. So th- this is not my tech rec yet. Okay, um, I did take a look at this. Um, uh, the the problem with this is the way that it works is it runs basically like a VPN mm-hmm. on your Android phone, and I already have it a VPN, uh, right. Molvad. Yep. You can't run two VPNs at the same time. No, you so cannot. It, it's not really that useful. Right. But um, there's some other interesting stuff that they've got going on in their browser, which is in the same app. Um, so I'm going to be playing with that. And mm. if it is, in fact, good, I might recommend it in the future, even though I'm not going to be ditching Firefox um, on my, mm. on my mobile device, but, uh, it's pretty good. They've got a lot of great features, the email stuff that's in there yeah. that we've talked about in the past. Yep. It's, it's really good. All right. Our last article before weird and wacky. What do we have Sanjay? Bending spoons. Mm. I, I feel like I'm in the matrix by the way. Uh, Bending spoons. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Acquires Evernote marking the end of an era. Yeah. Uh, this makes me a little nervous because I still use Evernote and anytime 100%. somebody gets acquired, I'm like, oh, do I need to bail on Evernote now? Like, yep. eh. honestly, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I have fallen in love with, and I think I've rec- recommended before Obsidian. You have, yeah. I think I'm going to, there's a bunch of tutorials about how you exit all of your data out of Evernote and into Obsidian. Really? So here's how we're going to play this. You go ahead and do that. And like, just... <laughs> Just per- <laughs> perfect it, man. And then uh-huh. tell me how to do that. Okay. Like that's uh-huh. that's the plan. I feel like that yeah. works really well. For I'm going to do that right after I come over to your house and find your wallet <laughs> and chuck it out the window. That's all I'm saying. Um, I, I'm okay with that, actually. If, that, if, if, it, if it gets me to not have to do all that manually, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Time for the Weird and Wacky segment. Abominable snowman. Oh, not an axe <laughs> One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. 
All right, Sanjay, we're to wacky. This first one is wild, and it's a very long title, but I'm going to see if I can get through it here. So <laughs> it's like the whole article in the title. It is, and it's amazing. To be built in Saudi Arabia, this $5 billion giga yacht concept is so massive that it can dwarf an oligarch's super yacht. The turtle shaped Pangeos will house 60,000 people, a floating city in itself, and will have beach clubs, villas, and even a mall. So my question is, did you watch the little conceptual video of this? Uh, oh, no, I didn't. I didn't realize okay. there was a conceptual. So go ahead, I saw go all ahead, the pictures. Go ahead and play the video, and I'll paint the picture. It's The, the video is the pictures, is all it is. So this, okay, is, it is. this is basically, if you look at it, imagine a sports stadium on the water <laughs> with flippers and a head coming. Like, like, make a sports stadium look like a turtle on the water. That's what this is. Like, it. that's exactly, I mean, like, to a T, like the open center. It's crazy to me. Like, they even have a canal coming up into the middle of it that would, like, take you in the stadium, like, to the middle of the field. Like, there's, like, this canal for boats to come into, like, the middle of the, quote, boat city, whatever it is. It's got, like, villas off to the side. It is it is a wild, crazy floating city of a concept. I think it's really cool. It'll be interesting to see if they actually build it or not, but I love the idea. Uh, what is next? This is a giga. This is a giga yacht. Yeah. Is a Tetra yacht the next thing? Uh, you, I would not know. I don't know things like that. That's a Sanjay question. So um, <laughs> you should write that question down and then you should ask it to yourself and then you should answer it and let me know. Let, again, okay. just do the research and let me know. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> do, the, do the research by asking myself. Yeah. That, all I'm saying, that's saying. All, do the research and let me know. We're, we're going to be good. It's going to be great. I, it's funny because they have like, solar panels all along this thing yeah. to pretend like, oh, it's environmentally friendly. There's oh, no, no, no way. It's not thing- environmentally friendly. There's no way. And well, it's, it's only going to travel at five knots, which is pretty slow, I believe. And I believe it has nine engines. So this is not like going to, it's not going to make a lot of headway. It's just going to kind of, it has to get refueled go, every eight minutes. I mean, probably, you know, it, it's, <laughs> it's not going to, yeah, it's going to be a very slow sort yeah. of gig. So why? I mean, this is like, Somebody read like the Noah's Ark story and yeah. were like, yeah, we can build that. I think it's more but for 60,000 people. It, it feels more to me like, like what is the most wild engineering feat we can come up with? And like, isn't it Saudi Arabia that's also doing that like line, the line thing too? Is that also Saudi Arabia? I can, or, I don't remember. What, what, what line thing? We talked about it on the show. The, uh, the city that's like one big continuous wall, like glass wall. And it's like crazy. Oh, probably. Yeah. So, probably. I mean, I feel like it's like, let's come up with the most outlandish thing we can do and let's build that and see what happens. So. You know, okay. You know, it's 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 gonna be a shame when oil runs out and they don't have all the money to do these crazy things, and then they're gonna be like, you know what? We probably shouldn't have spent that five billion dollars on that giga yacht. They'll just sell the giga yacht to no wait <laughs> to who? No. Who's gonna buy a giga yacht? <laughs> Nobody. E- Nobody's gonna buy a That's, giga that yacht. Elon Musk will buy the giga yacht. <laughs> Next up uh, in Weird Wacky, last uh, last one before we get to Tech Rex, uh, a whole new world. Georgia debut debuts, not debuts. That's okay. Debuts all terrain wheelchairs at its state parks. This is so, so cool. right here in Georgia. These are kind of cool. Looking. So cool. So they're by reservation yeah. only, but these uh-huh. are wheelchairs with like tank tread wheels. Yeah, like it's they're so cool. And I was, they can go anywhere. Yeah, they're 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 amazing. And they were, uh, I think it was a partnership, if I'm not mistaken, with um, I'm, I'm trying the to the Amy Copeland, yeah, Foundation. the Amy Copeland Foundation, who's the person that had the flesh eating bacteria uh, disease and almost died from it, I think. And yep. now as this foundation is doing all kinds of great things for disabled people, 
And uh, this is really amazing. And it's our home, our home state, Georgia. So I was yeah, pretty excited about yeah. it. She's, uh, she's a pretty interesting uh, person. She, she lost uh, both of her hands, mm-hmm. one foot, and most of one leg mm-hmm. um, due to this uh, bacteria, flesh-eating bacteria. Yeah. Uh, but I've heard about her here before, and she's apparently given, like, commencement speeches and stuff and just, you know, standing ovations. Like, yeah. it's really about living life, season the day kind of thing. Cause you don't know what's going to happen and doing great work like this. Yeah. This is, this is absolutely fantastic. She's an inspiring individual. And this is very cool for accessibility. So props to, uh, to her and to Georgia. I'm, I'm a big fan. All right, Sanjay tech rec time. What do you have for us? I am re-recommending something that I've recommended previously on the podcast, um, which is Aspiration Bank. Okay. Uh, I've become a bigger and bigger fan of them. Mm. Um, they have fixed some of the small problems that I had before, uh, and so it is great. So it, it, in case you didn't hear my recommendation before, Aspiration Bank is a one of these neo-banks, right? So they're not uh, a bank that has branches that you can walk into. They're an online bank only, but they take your money and they use it and invest in good things for the world, right? right? So they don't invest in uh, oil companies, uh, things that are, you know, bad for the environment, bad for humanity. Um, and instead, uh, they invest in these things. And they actually have a, a program called Plus that you can subscribe to and get 10% back with a lot of their partners. Nice. Uh, some of their partners being Arcadia, who I use for my electricity uh, power to be able to swap it out with wind power. Um, or if you go to the gas station, they will actually buy carbon offsets for all of the gas that you buy when you use their debit card what? and it costs you nothing. So what? the plus, yeah, the plus is, uh, I think it's like 50 or $60 a year, but if you use enough of their partners, you can make that back and more, which is what I'm doing. So I'm actually saving money and doing better for the environment oh, that's by doing amazing. so. Wow. So it's, I, it, this is actually a no brainer to me, Yeah. right? Like, you know, if you think anything about the environment, if you think, and even if you don't think about the environment, if you like some products, like we use a burst toothbrushes, Oh yeah. which is a, about those a, before. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they're, they're absolutely great. They mail order you the, um, the new heads when it's time to switch them out. Um, which is great for me because I always forget. And these just show up in the mail. I'm like, Oh, it's, it's time, time to change. There you go. So 10% back every time that you get one of those subscriptions sent to you in the mail. I mean, it makes it so much more affordable to do a lot of this stuff. And they've got chocolate in there, like fair trade chocolate um, that that are partners. They've got a bunch of things that are partners. So really, really love Aspiration Bank. Check it out. Use the link in the show notes. Um, That's a referral link. I think you'll get like 25 bucks or something like that when you open up an account. So really, really great stuff. What about you, Adam? What do you got for us this week? So I'm going to recommend the iRobot vacuum or the Roomba. Uh, And really, honestly, like I don't really have a brand. I'm just recommending the concept of having an automated vacuum robot because so, you know, as you know, we, we got five kids, two adults. We got two dogs and a cat. And like I run this thing twice a day. And like the floors twice a day, twice a, the floor, our floors will look spotless. Okay. And then I will run this thing and it still gets completely full of junk every time. I'm like, I'm like, where is this even coming? The floors look spotless and it's still finding dust. So it's, it's, it's good for us. It's very, it's, it's, it's picking up wow. stuff. So there's stuff in your home that if you're not vacuuming 
every single day. You don't even realize there's stuff in your home. This thing will help you do that. It's fantastic. Do, do, do you have this thing on a schedule or do you have to go push and, and well, make it start? Mine's so old that it will no longer connect to the app anymore. <laughs> so yes, I have to go like physically push the button and like, but it's supposed to be on a schedule. So, and uh-huh. they've got new ones that'll like auto, it'll like, uh, it'll redock to the charger and then auto t- dump the trash inside of the oh, dock wow. and then go back. Yeah. So, it's like, I would love to get one of those, but I, yeah. I, I got to save my money for that one. That's a, I think that's a real fancy, fancy smash. That's a smash super high end yeah. dealio. Yeah, exactly. So, but you know, nonetheless, uh, it's a great, it's a great tool. So if you need to clean your home, if you think your floors are clean, they're probably not. So uh, go ahead and grab one. <laughs> It'll be great for you. So I, I kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Grab one. Vacuuming grab is not today. fun. So grab it today. Push the button. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sanjay, how can our listeners find and connect with you? Uh, f- for the next little while, while Twitter's still functioning, they can find me on Twitter at, at Sanjay. That's S-A-N-J-A-Y or SanjayPark.com or wrapping paper at Occasional Wraps. We've got an Instagram account, so you can check it out there. What about you, Adam? You can find me on my website, Adam at jwalker.com. It has links to all the things like Twitter, where I am still there temporarily upon occasion. So uh, we'll see how <laughs> that works Temporarily on occasion. Yeah, temporarily on occasion, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not making any commitments. We're going to start seeing the fail whale. I, I, I feel like I'm ready for it, man. Time. I am ready for it. I've missed it. Mm-hmm. It's been 10 years. Doo-doo-doo!